Hey guys, just a quick notice about this week's episode. Uh, my audio is a little off because I tried recording in a new spot and it did not go too well, but we did not find this out until we started editing tonight. So I hope that doesn't ruin your listening experience and I hope you still enjoy this week's episode. Bye guys. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Everything Bagel Podcast, where we talk about everything. I'm Milo. And I'm Charlie. And this is episode six. And today, we are talking about a lot of things, because we're using the random question generator again. That's right. So, Milo, would you like to explain um, the questions we've made up, and then we can hop into them and just have some conversation? Sure. So, we used a random question generator like we said, and it just gives us questions to talk about. And one we chose to talk about is what is your favorite day of the week and what is your least favorite day of the week? Well, I guess I can I can start off. Um, I went generic for my least favorite day of the week. I think most people um, agree with me on this, and it's Monday. I was thinking I shouldn't do Monday because that's the day we record our podcast. So, of course, Monday has to be amazing. But um, I think coming off the high of the weekend, just kind of like having fun and doing whatever you did on the weekend and then getting that like feeling of, oh, now I have to. Well, obviously, it's the summer right now, but oh, I have to go to work or go to school. Um, it It's kind of annoying. And so I went generic, but that's my least favorite. So now, do you want to do your least favorite? Then we'll do favorites after. Sure. Um, my least favorite was actually Tuesday, in my opinion. Because I feel like Monday, coming off the weekend, and like you're getting back into the routine, so it, it can kind of seem you're going back to school, in our case, when it's the school time. And you can like see your friends after the weekend, and... It can be fun, but Tuesday, you've already gotten past that point, and you literally are just either working or going to school and not having too much fun, in my opinion, because I don't really do that much on Tuesdays. But yeah, that's uh. that's why I chose it as my least favorite. Yeah, that, that does make sense, you know, uh, because Tuesday, you still... You, you aren't super close to the weekend that it's fresh in your memory, but you still have... So uh, now we've we've gone a little negative. Do you want to go back to the positive and talk about our favorite days of the week? Okay. Um, well, my favorite day of the week, I think uh, this is a little different. My favorite day of the week is Thursday. Um, and I think a lot of people are going to say, you know, Friday or the week. But um, the reason I like Thursday is because that's when I get into my groove. I feel like Monday and Tuesday, you're still kind of sluggy from the weekend. And then Wednesday is just kind of like the middle of the week. And you can't see um, the weekend in front um, in front of you. But I feel like Thursday, you can start to see the end. But, you, um, you know, you're back into the routine, but you can still see the end. Um, so it's not as hard. You still feel like you're accomplishing stuff and getting work done. Yeah, definitely. Um, for me... My favorite day of the week is Friday. I feel like that's a lot for most people also. Mm -hmm. So 
Friday for me is is pretty fun because like you know it's like the last day of the the work week and after after that day you can just relax and it's the weekend and um I feel like that's a big part of of school and it's it's really fun like Friday after the work week you finally just get to relax and it's really it's really fun in my opinion that's why i think it's the best day of the week mm-hmm. i find um well i agree with you i'd say second favorite day of the week um and after that it's just kind of like micromanaging um like i really i really don't have a third and fourth kind of thing but i find it's interesting that we both had um days later in the week and I think that's because later in the week, you, as I said before, you kind of have your routine set and you're getting back into the groove, but you can still see the end. Um, and I think that's uh, really, it's really important to have a routine and have a groove like that. That way you feel stable and steady. And I think that's definitely something that um, you lose during the summer. Um, and that's why, you know, you lose track of the weekday or the day during the summer, but also just during quarantine in general it's been a lot harder to get back in a routine because because we're staying home the difference between monday and saturday isn't that big so i think having that routine um later in the week when you're already in the groove is really big and i think that's why uh people enjoy that time of the week more than monday when you're sluggish and you aren't in the right mindset yet definitely okay so uh we were talking about um our favorite days of the week and getting into routine but now i think we're going to switch over um and talk about um people who have to completely change their routine for the rest of their life because they're in the witness protection program and what we're going to try to do is um we're going to make up what our name would be and where we would go if we were in the witness protection program yeah, so that was a, another question that we found pretty funny that we could talk about. So do you want to start with your, with your person? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I think first we should, I mean, not that we're experts, but we should talk a little bit about what the Witness Protection Program is. Yeah. So pretty much, and again, I'm not an expert, so Milo, you can correct me on this. Not, not that you're seasoned in the, uh, in the area as well, but... Pretty much when you when you're a witness of a bad crime, the witness protection program is a program that will uh, keep you um, safe. And I guess, you know, just like feel like more of a normal person um, after witnessing um, the crime. And when you enter the program, you, you know, you change your name and you might move to a different area. So now we're going to simulate that. And although we don't have the uh, the the burden of having to witness a horrible crime. We are going to have the fun part of being able to recreate um, our lives. Yeah, and just to add on to the witness protection program, um, here's the here's the definition. So, um, witness protection is security provided to a threatened person. Providing testimonial evidence to the justice system, including defendants and other clients, before, during, and after trial, usually by the police or government. So, yes, like you said, 
So basically, it just protects the people who could be in life-threatening danger. Well, that being said, I think we can get into um, our fake lives. So um, I was thinking of a name that would uh, make sense for me if I was going to enter the program. And I was thinking maybe I do the most generic name because there's millions of people with that name and it'll just make sense. But then I realized maybe it's too generic. So I looked it up and the most (laughs) common name, boy's name, is right now is Liam. And the most common last name is Smith. So I was like, well, that's too generic. They'll know something's up because the criminals are smart. So I was like, why don't I do the second most common name? So the second most common first name is Noah. And the second most common last name is Johnson. So my new name is Noah Johnson. Okay. (laughs) And where is this Noah Johnson from? So I was thinking, I got to be somewhere. So first of all, I was thinking, I got to get far away. So we live in New England. So I was thinking I should get far away from New England because most likely if there's a crime that I'm a witness of, it's probably going to be where I live. So I'm moving across the country to Seattle, Washington. Now, now, the space between New England and Seattle is not the only reason. The other reason is I looked up the best public transit in America and Seattle, Washington came up. That's important because if you need to get away from someone, especially someone who wants to hurt you because you were the witness of a crime, you need to be able to get on public transit super quick. So Seattle, Washington has the fastest and most efficient public transit. Furthermore, there's yes, there's more. I did my research. I have a Starbucks gift card in my desk right now. So I will have free coffee if I move there. And I have Timberlands and plaid shirts in my closet. So I will fit in with the generic Seattle stereotype. (laughs) So there you go. I am no longer Charlie from New England. I am Noah Johnson from Seattle, Washington. So if there's someone watching this, um, that's Noah Johnson from Seattle, Washington. I'm coming for you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) okay so moving on to to my person so i just went on to a random name generator and i just chose the name i liked boo (laughs) but also it's it's pretty generic also okay so my new name is gavin williams that's a solid name yeah yeah like williams so i did The generator asked for, like, the year of my birth, so I put that in, and it was like, here are some, like, most of common names from that year, and Williams was one of them. Williams for a first name? No, for last name. Oh, okay. And so, Gavin, it was just a name that stood out to me. Yeah, so I know you just kind of explained that, but why why do you think Gavin-Williams, that combination, was um, what you chose? I don't know. I feel like I feel like a Gavin Williams is like a it's just like a, a chill dude. When when you hear like a name like Gavin Williams, it sounds pretty basic and it doesn't sound like threatening or like suspicious. Yeah, it'd probably be better to blend in. Yeah. 
So, um, where does Gavin Williams live? Um, so this might be a problem for for Gavin to blend in. Oh, um, no. Gavin Williams lives in Hana, Hawaii, on the island of Maui. <laughs> but why? Because, let me tell you, uh, I have not been to Hana. I've been to Maui. And Hana is... It's a, like a... It's a decent-sized town. But also, it's like... You don't really know about it unless you're, like, from... Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, the road to Hana is a... Is, like, considered one of the most beautiful roads in the world. Um... I also want to be somewhere warm, because I like warm weather. Um... But, do, whoa, whoa, but does Gavin Williams like warm weather? I would assume so. I don't know, I don't know, Milo, I think, I think you're underthinking this. You need to completely change your personality. I don't have to change my personality, I just have to change my identity. Okay, you can get, you can get caught, that's, that's okay. No, Noah Johnson will be living up in Seattle all happy. Gavin Williams will be will be murdered. No, okay. Gavin Williams will not be murdered. Gavin Williams will be enjoying his life in Hana, Hawaii, because he will be having a chill life drinking from a coconut on, in the Hana Bay. Okay. Well, I think I think it's interesting to think about this, uh, especially when you're not under pressure. And I'm actually wondering... If when you actually enter the real program, do you get to choose or do they send you randomly? And maybe and maybe it's smarter that they they do it completely randomly. That way you don't have any connection to anything um, and that won't give you way in, in any way. Yeah, I think it is random. But I feel like I feel like that'd be kind of lame because imagine being able to restart your life. Yeah, obviously it wouldn't be fun, but like. Imagine being able to restart your life and not being able to be in control of it. That just sounds like a nightmare. I mean, like, I feel like you're in control. You just have an identity given to you by the government now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, I think we have time for a couple of more questions. Yeah, shoot them out. So, here's one that I found interesting. Do you have any posters on your bedroom walls? So, I have I have lots of art on my walls. Like I have um license plates. Yeah, I think I think we're going to consider that as a Let's go with do you have anything like on your walls? Yeah, well, I do. I have um I have license plates and I have pictures and um I actually have a stop sign. Um but I don't have any posters, and the reason I actually, this is a very specific reason, the reason I don't like posters is because usually when you buy posters, they're all wrapped up in, like, ceram wrap, and you have to, like, lay them out and, like, flatten them out for a couple days before they're straight enough to put onto a wall, and then you have to, like, put, like, some, like, tack on the back of it, and it's just a lot of work for, like, minimal decoration, and I feel like... uh using something that's like with a hanger or like just with the screw in the wall, it's a little more permanent and it feels more direct and meaningful. What about you? Do you have any posters? I do. I do. I have a, 
I have two posters and some other art. So I found in my closet at least 15 posters. And I was like, oh, these are interesting because they're all like my parents' old posters. Mm -hmm. And so I found one of The Who. And, and so it's from a tour they did or a special they did in 1989 where they only did two performances. And so I found that interesting. Um, and another poster I have is from a movie, and it is called Absolute Beginners, made in 1986. It's a British musical, um, about the late 50s in England, and it stars David Bowie in it. So he's on the poster, so, and I am a big David Bowie fan also. Yes, you are. Those are my two two posters. I also have artwork. I have pictures from my trips to Africa. Mm. Um, I also have, like, big... They're not, like, masks you can wear, but, like, big masks from the San Diego Zoo when I went there when I was, like, two years old. Wait, so you're telling me you have, like, faces staring at you at night for, on your walls? They're not like faces. They're like animals. I would never be able to sleep. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. They're also not looking at my bed. So, mm. like, it's fine. So, I actually, just like you, I have a retro poster because I went to White Sands National Park a month or two ago before it was a national park. It was only a national monument. But so it says national monument, but now it's a national park. So it's kind of retro. So I'm pretty proud of that, but it's not up on my wall because I don't want to lay it out with like books on the corners for three days for it to flatten it out. Yeah, I just taped mine or I stapled mine onto my wall. That works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like um I feel like people decorating their room is really is really personal because, you know, that's where you live. Um and it's kind of like your own personal space, even if you live um, you know, in a family of five or four, it's interesting that your room is kind of your personal space that people kind of respect. And the decoration of that is also personal. Like I have, I have an accent wall, like my entire room is gray, except one wall, which is all blue. And that's where a lot of my art is. And that's just kind of something I chose to do. And I feel like everybody has their own little thing in their room. Um, and it's interesting to see what people's taste, um, and their real personal, liking is yeah so i think we have time for just one more quick question and this one is a, a fun one i chose out and it is what is your favorite olympic sport to watch and we're gonna do both summer and winter yeah it's too, it's too hard to uh choose to choose both so I, I i can we can do both of our winners and both of our summers Sure. So I'll start off with winter. Um, and this one was pretty easy for me because I really enjoy watching it. And I think it's a interesting sport and it's the biathlon, which uh, is, yeah, which is the Nordic skiing combined with rifle shooting. And I always thought it was really cool. Um, just cause you have to be like mentally stable and, um, your mind must be acute, you know, to shoot the rifle and have good accuracy, but you also have to be really physically fit to um 
to you know to Nordic Sea because that is I Nordic skiing is no joke. That's a real physical exercise, and I always thought the combination the combination of those two were kind of cool um, and fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion, I feel like the Nordic skiing can get a little boring at some points. Um, so that's why I did not choose the biathlon or Nordic skiing. I chose one of the best sports, I believe, and you're probably going to get angry at me, but I chose curling. <laughs> I am going to get angry at you. Curling is boring. You call no. Nordic skiing boring? Ugh. Curling no. is not boring. Curling is literally all about precision. It's like shuffleboard, but giant the, uh, no. and on ice. The only time curling is acceptable is in Wii Sports. Is that a Wii Sport? Is what? Totally. Yeah. Oh, Wii Sports Resort. I only have the yeah. original Wii Sports. Oh, Milo. No, but curling, curling is so much fun to watch. It's all about precision and how much power you throw the stone, and how like fast you sweep. Oh, it's so fun. Okay, Milo. <laughs> so yeah, that's my opinion. I'll I'll respect you. But barely. <laughs> All right, want to move? Want to move over to summer? Yeah, sure. Um, I guess I went first for winter, so we can just uh, stick with you, and you can do your summer one. Okay. So, even though we both row and I dive, I did not choose those sports because I chose swimming. So. Not, like, marathon swimming, but, like, a few laps. Or, like, one lap, but, like, right. sprint, sprint like swimming. Like Michael Phelps. Yeah. It's, it's really fun to watch. It is. I, I find that one of the more fun races because, especially in the relay, because you don't know who's going to win to the last second. Because in swimming, you get very tired very quick. Oh, so yeah. if someone if someone gets off the blocks quick, uh, that totally doesn't mean they're going to win in the 100-meter swim. Although, you know, if you get off the blocks quick in the 100-meter, you know, sprint running, you have a better chance of winning. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really fun to watch, in my opinion. Yeah, well, speaking of 100-meter sprints, that's my favorite um, summer summer sport. For running. Yeah, for running. Um, I, I enjoy a lot of the summer Olympic sports. There's a ton that I really like. Um, and I and I do do track, um, so I am drawn to the track ones a lot. Um, and I like the 100, uh, 200 too, but 100 specifically the most, just because um, it's one of the bl- big blockbuster events that gets a lot of attention. Um, and I always found it fascinating how fast they can run. And there's always records being set there. So it's fun to see people um, get world records or Olympic records and um, – I think it's kind of the epitome of athleticism, probably besides the decathlon. Um, and I really think it's just enjoyable to watch and uh, interesting. Yeah, and I, I would agree with that because I was also on the track team for a couple of years. Um, and I thought like I was pretty good because I always like won my heat. And then I would just like watch the Olympics and I'd be like, oh, these guys are beating me by like six seconds yeah (laughs) and that's a that's a lot 
in in track if, well, if you're not six familiar seconds with it. within six seconds within a hundred meters is is huge yeah so yeah this was a a little a fun episode to to record we didn't have much planned we just did the question generator but i just yeah. want to thank you for listening and if you have any thoughts or comments you can email us our link is in the description below and i guess that's it yeah um also if you want to answer the questions that we asked today to each other you can also email us as milo said in the link below yeah okay thanks for watching signing out bye guys Thank you.